Rungo Casino Studios. It's the Heidi and Frank Show on 95.5, KLOS, and KLOS HD1. Frank Show. Let's get him in here. Carlos Mencia. Yes, he'll be performing at the Irvine Improv this Thursday through Sunday. Improv.com for tickets. What's up, Carlos? What's up, Big Daddy? Good to see you. What up, girl? LGBTQIY and sometimes plus. Did I, I, get, I, get, it right. Right. I get it right? <laughs> I think. LGBTQ. I don't know. Yeah. Because I do a joke about that. Like, half yeah. of my gay friends tell me, don't label us. Right. Yep. And the other half are like, you got to learn this whole new alphabet. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? It's like, and then I, you know, because it sounds like A, B, C, D, F, G, right? L, G, B, T, Q, N, I, A, N, Y, and sometimes plus. So it actually works. So it actually works. But like, I, you know, like, which one is it? Like, give Just us the trying right to thing. understand. I know, Carlos. I but, know. but here's the thing. Like, when you tell me as a comedian that I can't make fun of certain people, right. you're telling me that they're perfect or that they're infallible. And that, that's not the Untouchable. way Untouchable. Like, you're not untouchable. Nope. Like, if you're transgender, I don't care. But if you're transgender and you have an androgynous name that could be both male and female, go F yourself. I'll <laughs> see it right out the gate. I'm being real. Because, okay, so uh, I, I, I met a trans, and uh, she works at an improv in Addison, Texas. I could not tell if it was a man or a woman, right? Mm. So what? I don't know what the default is, what your default. My default is, hi, my name is Carlos. Hoping that you give me a name right. that mm-hmm. lets me know which way to go. I'm Heather. Right. So yeah. she goes, Alex. And I'm like, no help at all. No. Alex. No. So for about, uh, I, this happened on Wednesday. So for two or three days, I'm just trying to watch out, not saying his or hers. On Saturday night, I'm walking through the back. She's walking out. I almost bump her and I go, I'm sorry, bro. Sorry. <gasps> like it just came out. Like, sorry, bro. Oh my God! Everybody in the back, like I stabbed Jesus in the neck with my penis. Like, oh my God! You called her a dude. You called her a dude, and I'm going, oh man, this is. What do I do now? Thank God, she looked at me and she goes, Yeah, how would you like it if I made fun of Mexicans? And then I looked at her and I said, I'm from Honduras, bitch. So you got it wrong too. So thank you. Welcome to the club. Like, We're all oh, getting it wrong. So we all look the same? You can't tell the difference? What's going on? Yeah. And then she started laughing, and she was like, okay, I get it. It's and all good. Done and that was it. When I grew up, it was like if there was a, a, a guy in the group or whatever who was being overly sensitive about <laughs> right. the jokes that were happening, right. that just encouraged us to joke more about that. It's like, okay, you haven't... Yeah, if you found a soft spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to build that callus on you sure. so you can go out into the world and not be sure. such a pussy. And so, right. I, so, but now it's like, yeah, you got to stop. It's like anybody who says you can't make fun of that, it makes you want to, doesn't it? it not, mm-hmm. only, not only that, but like, okay, so my father saw me perform the other day and I was doing these trans jokes and all this stuff and my dad was like... Why don't you do a joke about how gay is different in, in, in our community? Do you forget? And I forgot that. Yeah, I, I grew up in Honduras for part of the time. So when I was uh, I was in my mid-20s, I came home and I, and I talked to my dad about gay. And my dad goes, you know what? 
is different for us. And I said, I don't understand that. He goes, okay, Saturday, come, come to the party. Then we we're having a quinceanera. So I go to the party. I get to the party. My dad goes, watch your tío Carlos. And when he gets drunk, come up to me and you're going to see something fun. So my uncle Carlos, who's 86 at the time, has three shots of tequila, three beers. I walk up to my dad. I go, dad, he's drunk. What do you want me to do? He goes, ask him if he's gay. He's going to get mad. He's going to yell at some stupid stuff. When he comes down, look at him in the face. Don't be funny. Don't be cute and ask this. But what about that one time in Tijuana when you had a couple of beers with that one Mexican? So I'm like, okay. So I walk up to my uncle and I go, Tio, my dad said you're gay. And he just gets pissed. Like, ese cabrón siempre con esto me viene. I am a man, Carlos, a real man. And I go, well, what about that one time in Tijuana and you had a couple of beers with that one Mexican? And he goes, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. I have him. He know have me. <laughs> <laughs> and he was serious, and he walked away like I'm not gay. And I was like, dude, that is the definition of gay. Are you oh serious? God. And he was like, no, he need to, he didn't do nothing to me. I did it to him. <laughs> like 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 he was getting Different. even. Like this is yeah. what you get for being gay. Like that's, that's not how it worked. That's you made the spectrum happy. of gay. <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah. I wasn't nearly as gay as that guy. But see, when I was a kid. We lived on a farm, right? And there's a dude named Rafaelito. All right, Rafaelito already as a name in Spanish. Like if you spoke Spanish, like everybody that speaks Spanish right now is going, that guy is so gay. Like that's how gay that name is, Rafaelito. And he was supposedly the best cook in all of the farmlands. Now, the first time I met him, he literally was, I was 16 years old, and he asked me to bang him. Like, the what? first thing, yes, the first thing, <laughs> he was like, oh, Calitos, tu quieres romper, which means, do you want to have sex? And I was like, what? I thought you were a cook. What is this? So he came, and as the days went by, everybody got, all our farm workers got happier. But the food, I was waiting for the food, right? Oh, yeah. I'm an American. I'm a foodie. I'm waiting for the great food from the great cook. And everybody's getting happier, and I don't understand because the food isn't getting better. And then all of a sudden, he leaves, and all the farm workers are happy. And I was like, I thought he was a great cook. And my dad was like, he was cooking in the back. And I was like, oh, he banged all the workers. Right? <laughs> or did they bang him? Well, I don't know. Oh, yeah, they did. You're right. You're right, because none of them were gay. You're right. You're right. <laughs> none of our gay farmhands were gay, so they all did him. And he was a bottom, so he was loving it. And then he would go to the next farm, and, and he did this on a rotational basis. I don't know how that dude didn't die of some AIDS or something, bro. <laughs> Did he actually make the food, or was he just going around to farm? No, to he farm? cooked the food, but it was just regular food, dude. <laughs> it wasn't anything special. Do you know what I'm saying? It was just not. No, it was just rice and beans and cheese. Uh, like, you, you can hold the sour cream. I was, no, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> he didn't have the crema. No, uh, no crema. <laughs> no but yeah, he banged all the guys in the back, and so I like now that I grow up and I see that I'm like, okay, so that's why for me it's not that big a deal. No. Carlos, there's 18 of you, right, in your family? Yeah. There's got to be one gay person. Not one gay in the 18, but a no? lot of gays with our kids. Like with our kids, we have... Oh, okay. We have gays. We had, we had one androgynous, born yeah. with both. Yeah. Male right. and female. Then, yeah. Yeah. I had so. a cousin, Billy, who was born without a butthole. Mm. Well, oh, really? Yeah. Mm. That's that, awesome. They had to make him one out of a scrunchie. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Would they get a Burger King onion ring? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they, had to, they had to make him one. Yeah, you have to have time. one. <laughs> yeah, he was just that little kid in a swimsuit and a costume bag. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, but oh. it was so, like, it. but that whole thing is weird because I remember when we were. Like, get the kid a one piece. This <laughs> is gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wore Jordan. You know that I had eight girls born in a row before me. So yeah, I, right, right. I wore oh, you got hand-me-downs. Jordache jeans to Carlos. high school. The Gloria Vanderbilts. Oh. They didn't hey, make Jordache them for men, were just bro. for girls. <laughs> you have no idea what it's like for a gangbanger to tell you you have a nice ass on the way to school, bro. <laughs> it's it's yeah, Jordache jeans. It's, uh, yeah, because part asses. of me was like, yeah, and part of me was like, ouch, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, Ols, not for nothing, bro, but you got a nice ass on it like that. <laughs> Is like scary and is that jarring. You, and when it comes to sex, straight sex with women, you barely turn anything down. <laughs> I barely turn anything down. I mean, no. didn't you tell a story once about yeah. how you had sex with a mother and a daughter once? Oh yeah, yeah. You have to. <laughs> what are you talking? Why are you looking at me look, like look that? Look at his face. He's like, you have of to. Course. Frank, you've just never been offered. No, I, I guess I've never been in that situation. That was this. Uh, yeah, this is something. That are they, you telling me that you think you would say no to that? Oh no! Let me put it I to you this way: to. your brain might say no. Your penis would convince you to say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as it's like, too porn hubby. It's just way. <laughs> it's too- a great story, especially for a comedian. I mean, uh, it, yeah, exactly. It's like he's got to live life, Frank. So he's got stories to yeah, do. Yeah, go into that room and you a museum have of sex. To. You have to. They become like my worst. The worst days of my life becomes the best jokes, right? And did. They, did they uh, participate with each other and you watch? No. Mm. Do you really want to know? Yeah, I really do. she's over there freaking out. No, I want to know, that, but... That's just, her, that's just her getting horny. Is that what yes. it is? <laughs> I'm hot for my mom. I'll send you a picture, Carlos. You'll see Oh, one. you're thinking of your mom in this story. Okay. Well, yes, of course. I guess when she... Yeah. she uh, at first, no. They were both kissing me, but then... When they looked at each other and their tongues met, oh my god, yeah, that didn't gross you out at all. Uh, oh my god, I, dude, I was like the man of steel. Oh, dude, <laughs> oh I, was, my god. I was so <laughs> turned on, bro, so turned on. The, from that moment, I just kept going, don't, 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 don't do it too fast, don't do it too yeah. fast, don't yeah, do it too fast. It. You know what I mean? And so I did the opposite, and this is when I found out that instead of thinking thoughts away from sex. I last longer when I immerse myself into it and get lost in it. So you know how most guys are like, okay, I'm going to think of my grandma, I'm going to think of my grandma, and that helps them not. For me, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. There's a mother and a daughter, and we're doing this, and oh, look at that. And then, you know, 15, 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, I forgot. I'm supposed to finish this. 15, 20 minutes. Whoa, Carlos. Oh, yeah, we were 15, 20 minutes. But it was because I immersed myself right, in that right. moment to, to the fact that I couldn't even think about, like, It was, like, know, overwhelming. Oh, it's so overwhelming. I mean, but it was hot. And then afterwards, I had to wash myself with the loofah because I felt so oh, dirty. No. Holy water. Oh my god! I felt so dirty. Yeah. I went to I I went to church and told my priest. <laughs> is this something you felt that they did? The, this is their first time doing this with you, or was well, this that they did a first lot? kiss? No. Uh, no. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can tell. Like, I looked at their faces. I was waiting for the mom to be grossed out or their daughter to be like, Mom! But it was <laughs> it was like, tongue me, tongue me, tongue me, tongue each other. And then they looked at me and I was like, yes, yes! I was like, I was like that monkey in, the, in every movie just... <laughs> just jumping up and down. Is that the freakiest of all the freaky that you've done? The oh f- would that be or the is there freakiest? something else? Is there something you turn down? You're like, nah, I can't do that. Uh, I tried to, but 
the the dude watching me do his wife. Oh, that mm. was weird. Mm, mm-hmm. Was he that fully? Was, was he really fully clothed? Weird. It was like a total. He, I couldn't. I I could just. He was kind of disappeared. I looked at him once, and then I just ignored that he was there. But he was there, and from the peripheral, I could see him. But what it did for me was. At first, it was like, oh, my God, he's watching. This is creepy. And then I was like, but wait a minute. Now that I'm here, I got to be better than him. So I just started trying to put on a show and doing (laughs) positions that I'd never done before. Because there's something for that guy to go, wow, Carlos Mencia banged my wife. (laughs) Exactly. So he's got that. Like, there's that's his turn on. Well, right. I, think, I think there's a lot of pressure because but he, I also he wanted, wants to see her happy. Right. So yeah. if you don't satisfy her, right. this is a huge waste. That of was time. the first time I tried the wheelbarrow. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That was the first time I tried the wheelbarrow. So like, I, because I was I was so scared, dude. I was. I was freaking out, and then I was like, "No!" My macho kicked in, and I was like, "I thought being from Honduras, that'd be your missionary." (laughs) (laughs) It probably is, and (laughs) I've been doing this my whole life, lady. You don't know what you got into. Pro. Now we're gonna do mow the lawn. Let's do a mow the lawn. Oh, you don't know. Trim the hedges. Trim. Put your leg over here. Trim the hedges. I'm gonna write a book. Leaf blow me. Leaf blow me. Oh man. Yeah. So it, it was. Uh, but there's a lot of those cool, a lot of those freaky moments. Especially, you know, like every stage at the comedy store has my DNA on it. Oh my god. Every single stage. Now think of that, Carlos. Think, yeah. To, to switch gears a little bit. Think of your poor son, sons, yeah. Yeah. who have no stories to tell. Yeah, none. 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 No stories to tell, Carlos. They Sat- can't go on stage and go, oh, this one time? Well, I bring my son at on private stage. school? <laughs> well, that that's true. But, but here's, oh, let me tell you about my son. Uh, because first of all, you know, we protect kids today so yes. much from everything that they have no idea what stress is. Right. Like, I get into this with my wife all the time because she's like, well, that's how they feel. And I'm like, but they're not supposed to feel this way about this stupid thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we're supposed to let them know. These are like, that's what our parents were teaching us when they were like, stop crying. Nothing happened. It's not that they didn't care. It's that they understood that later on in life, you're going to get real problems. Somebody's going to yeah. punch you in the face This is for nothing. Real. This yeah. is not a big deal brush it off this is just regular life you know what i mean it's and and so anyway a few months ago about a year ago during covid not making a lot of money my son is going to a school that costs forty two thousand dollars a year i'm freaking out right how do i pay for this on the way to drop off my son from school i look back at him he's got a weird face and i swear to god i go hey what's wrong lucas and he goes dad i have anxiety and I pulled the car over on cold water, and I was like, oh, you have anxiety. You got issues, bro, because I'm about to tell jokes at a comedy club in Appleton, Wisconsin for your ass. That's where I'm going. I don't even know who lives there, dude. And after that, I'm going to a town called Lowell, Arkansas. I don't even know where it is. But there's a few thousand dollars to pay for your stupid anxiety that's not even real. What are you even anxious about? Yeah, what do you say? He goes, I have a quiz. Oh, you have a quiz! <laughs> you have a quiz! 
Yes, and if you get this quiz right, is the cure for cancer going to happen? Or what is it? Oh, my God. He's like, it's algebra. Oh, it's algebra. Dude, it pissed me off. And then, of course, when I get home, my wife's like, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you should. This is what... Yeah. This is what we, you know, kids are supposed to know some of this stuff. My my son is three years old, running around the house, and my other friend's like, have you baby-proofed your house yet? And I'm like, what is that? And he, he yeah. starts telling me everything in my house that I have to get rid of. Because my son might run and You can't have any home. corners in the house. No corners, no glass coffee Corners table. must have padding. Yeah, mm. yeah. exactly. He, you know what I said to him? He goes, you got to get rid of all this stuff. And I was like, well, how am I going to know if he's an idiot? <laughs> Like, it's this obstacle course. That's yeah. what it's about, to see how stupid my yeah. son is. <laughs> if he makes it through childhood, he can, right. he can survive. Like, listen to me. If you have a kid that runs into a wall, looks at it, and then runs into it again, listen to me, people. You have to have another one. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> that one told you what he is or she is already. Just move yeah. on and have another one. And all you parents that have one kid, can you do me a favor? You don't have to have another kid, but can you see the flaws in your child, please? Yes. Can you not believe... Like, everybody... Like, people that have one kid are really bad parents because... They they, uh, they 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 don't see their kids for who they are. They give them traits. Like, next time there's a Saturday and it's not raining, drive around and find eight-year-olds playing baseball, and you will find at least three kids that do not want to be on that baseball field. But mm -hmm. their dad went to UC Riverside and almost made it in baseball, so this <laughs> poor nerd is out there. <laughs> and the minute they strike out, they start crying, and they're, yes. I tell you, I don't want to be here. And the dad's like, keep your elbows up, Jimmy. And he's just like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> it's because those parents just can't admit this yeah. kid is not. like. Well, here's Johnny's going right through that right now. Your son's in Little League. You, yeah. you see that kid out there who does not want to be there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? That's my daughter, too, right now. She's in. Yeah, she's playing baseball team. Ball. She does not want to be there. So then why do you have her there? <laughs> yes, know. why? But do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This is what I'm talking about. We're trying about. to teach her about just being part of a team, I guess, and working with others. And, yeah, and but if she do doesn't want to be there, do. give give her, like, you, the art of what's, <laughs> see, and th see what I'm saying? <laughs> me, I have so many brothers and sisters that for me, it's like, find what you're good at. Just, like, find what you're good at, because when you do that, that's when people are happy. And he's like, well, we got to teach him how to be together. Because <laughs> you're trying to drive him into... Because, you see, if you, if you, for all you people that think I'm wrong about parents who only have one kid and they're liars, test my theory. Anybody that you know that only has one kid and that's all they're going to have, ask them if their kid is smart. And I bet you they'll say yes. It is impossible that all single, single children are really smart. But it's hard to accept. You right. got a goofy one when that's the only representative <laughs> of the future. <laughs> right, to simplify, you want to believe mm -hmm. that your kid is a ha, but in your heart you know he's mm -hmm. der. It's just, <laughs> it's just a fact. Your kid is a der, and it's just a fact. And, and here's the thing. Stupid people should know they're stupid. Right. So that when they get older, they don't do stupid, like smart people things. Like when I was a kid... Stupid people didn't vote. They literally didn't vote. They would tell you, like, I don't even know who's running, Holmes. There's a, what? <laughs> what do you have to do to register? You got to put your name somewhere? No, I'm not going to do that. You know? Today, right. the stupidest people vote. And the stupidest people vote 
on stupid things. Like it's not like they're they they have this genius outlook. They're just stupid, and 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 then they end up on juries, and they're stupid. And <laughs> oh, the juries. Well, because stupid oh. people have sex with stupid people. <laughs> right? It's very rare that Durr has sex with aha. It's very rare. <laughs> and stupid people have stupid children because effing is not like algebra. In real life, when a negative bangs a negative, it is not a positive. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I want to throw this out there. If you're in your car or somewhere and you didn't get that joke, I want you to know I'm literally talking about you. Do not have kids if you didn't get that joke. I'm being serious. To, just, it, it's ridiculous. Uh, you can't tell people anything anymore. Uh, now it's about feelings. Everything's about feelings right. now. Now now we don't even tell our kids to do better. It's, let me tell you something to make you feel better about your life already. That's why we call coffee makers baristas. Isn't it interesting that for centuries, when blacks and Latinos made coffee, we were coffee makers. That's all we were. But now that it's white people at Starbucks, right. I'm a barista. You go ask yourself, you're not a barista. What you really are is 28 and a huge disappointment. <laughs> You're supposed to be a brewing, not a coffee maker. <laughs> a brewing, not a brewing. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There's the joke. This is Johnny's like, uh, well, first time having kids. And so yeah, when yeah. you are that first time father. Are you thinking of having another kid? No, 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 no. no, no, no. You should. I'm done, no. He, he's got, I got two. I have two. I got two. No, he's got, got one two. of two, two is maybe okay. Yeah. Maybe okay. Because you start, because you see, li listen, first of all, all parents, all parents, even my mother, by the way, I found out, she was a helicopter parent for my yeah. first brother. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But by the time it got to me, 17 down, mm -hmm. it changed. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. See, you're going to be stuck on helicopter parenting because you don't have that other kid to pull you away into reality, see? <laughs> so that's why when your kid cries in public, you're going to pay attention, you're going to focus, you're going to do it. Whereas, too, when your kid starts acting like an a-hole and then a, somebody down up there starts acting like an ace-hole, but, but that one has, like, four kids, they don't even pay attention. <laughs> They, they just look at them and go, well, go ahead and cry. I don't care. And then they just keep doing what they're doing. You're going to negotiate with your kid. Well, what can we do to get you in the car? How can we make sure you're going to be okay? Is it okay? Well, what about, can you have my phone? If you have my phone, will you be happy? Oh, I swear to God, God, dude, my father made a mistake and told me that I was his favorite the day before we went to uh, uh, Disneyland. I believed him. The next day, I got to the car a little late. There were a lot of us, so we couldn't all fit, you know. Two of us had to go in the trunk. So I said to my dad, I want to sit in the front row. And he was like, well, you're not here in time. I said, but you're my favorite. He said, you better get in. I said, or what? And he took off, dude. <laughs> they went to Disneyland without me. It wasn't like a joke. I was like standing on the street with piano music in my head, waiting for his ass to come back. He did not, bro. <laughs> they went, and then when they came back, they all had the Mickey Mouse hats where they etched the writing on. Yeah. He brought me one, too. It said missing on it. I swear to God. I go, what is this? Well, he asked who it was for, and I said missing, so that's what he put on your hat. <laughs> so maybe you're not going to act like an echo next time I tell you to get in the goddamn car. I never did it again, bro. See, that's wow. that's See, that's something thing. that you would never do. It's oh, I might do it. No, because we're all setting. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna mind. leave, you're your, you're gonna leave your kid on the middle of the street. I made those mistakes where it's like, yeah, you you try to protect. You feel like the protector when you become a dad for the first time. You want to make sure that they don't feel any any pain. That's your job is to protect mm. everybody. Right. When you really your job is 
You should set your kids up for failure more than you do set them mm-hmm. up for success. Correct. Let them fail and fail and fail <laughs> and fail. If they're scared of doing something, you know they're going to fail at it, make them go do that so they can fail. Mm. Otherwise, yeah, the hell, how'd your older brother turn out, the helicopter kid? Is he like total worthless now? Yeah. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. No, he's worthless. <laughs> See his face? He's listening. I don't want to tell you the truth. He died. <laughs> I don't oh. know. See? See? I was trying to be nice, See? bro. He was. He was trying to protect. He couldn't even oh, handle it. Oh dear! No, he uh, he he became an alcoholic later on in life. And, That's probably because uh, of helicoptering. Yeah, probably. I mean, I see there's yeah. a connection with yes, like always he, what protecting them. They don't know how to protect themselves. They don't. Yeah, they don't know how to be. But he was different because when my, he was older brother, so he became our dad. Kind of when yeah. my you know, and so it was like a different dynamic for us because there were so many of us. But uh, speaking of that, when you went, uh, your parents first sent you from Honduras to the states to live with your aunt and uncle, right? Uh huh. Did your aunt and uncle want you, or was well, that they just can't something? have kids? So oh, okay. I just didn't know. Like with all the kids, like no, my, if they just my had to be that family. And cannot in, have kids in the states that had to take kids in. They're like, oh no. great, there's another one. No, they can't, they don't have they couldn't have kids. And my 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 birth mother was really kind, so she gave me away to my uncle and aunt to raise as their own kid. Well, you weren't her favorite. She, well, dude, your mom's. Oh, I. She didn't know. I was in her belly when she gave me away. Oh wow. See, my mother was pregnant, and then my uh, my my uncle, who who's who's my dad now, he went to Honduras and said, "Hey, I made it to Honduras. I know I haven't seen you in fifteen years, but come come to America. I can help you come to America, and your kids too." And she was pregnant, and then my mother found out that my uncle can't have kids, so she said, "Since you have like given this gift to me, I'll give this gift to you. I have a lot of kids. You can have this one in my belly." What? Carlos. So yeah. So she gave me as a gift mm. to my uncle and aunt to raise as their own. But I always knew that I had two moms and two dads because we lived on the same lot in two separate houses. So I was a single child in the front house on Bonnie Beach. And then in the back were all my brothers and sisters, who were all my brothers and sisters. So wow. I got to live like a really cool life, dude. Like wow. when my mom would piss me off, wow. I would go hang out with my birth mom. <laughs> she was like, I thank you for visiting. And then, you know, when she would piss me off, I'd go back to my other house. Wow. Yeah. So I had that would have been fantastic as a kid. Are you kidding? Oh, it was amazing until they started talking to each other, and then yeah. and then it just ruined everything because then they wouldn't let me do that stuff yeah, anymore. Yeah, they get on the same right, page. Right. But like, yeah, so I was like a single child, and 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 on the other hand, I wasn't. Wow. But my but my but my parents were like they would swap, right? So my mom and dad would go to Honduras, and then I'd stay with my mom and dad and that kind of stuff. And so you know, it was all. But yeah, the the helicopter parenting happened for all the first kids it's just after yeah. after four after four is the threshold of you're just like i'm okay. tired i don't know right I, yes I, you're fine i like, just gotta keep you, you alive. Just tune them out one yes you can tune them out and nobody does it better i have learned so much from my father-in-law because he has four daughters oh my god and dude when they get together sometimes and they're just yapping away and you look at him bro he's just calm and collected yeah. on his laptop watching stuff and i'm just like how do you do it and then i realize this has been his entire life just yapping away he doesn't even hear it anymore women and he just you know <laughs> and every once in a while you'll just hear him go nope not that and then the, the and then they just start talking about something different but he has that me personally no we have fire and you know we have fights we have you know my sister olga stabbed me with a fork because she loves black guys and i woke up early on a saturday to watch my cartoons but she wanted to watch soul train and i was like you can't watch soul train because i got up before you and she stabbed me with a fork dude those are the things that happen when you're and then 
when when my mom and dad woke up and I was like, she stabbed me with a fork and my dad was like, well, why did you let her? She's a woman. You're a man. Do something. So then, the next time it happened, she tried to stab me again with a fork. I moved. I pushed her. She took three steps and hit the back of her head on the corner of the table. And of course, she passed out and blood started coming out and... When my dad came down, I was like, you told me to take care of it, and I did. And he was like, I didn't tell you to kill her. <laughs> so, so I got my ass beat again. Carlos, tell yes. one of these stories to Lucas, and you'll tell him. Now, right, now who right. now do you still anxiety. have anxiety? Well, no, I told Lucas that I'm going to send him to Honduras to go hang out with his grandfather if he if he doesn't like get his grades up and do his do his thing. No, for sure, does, straight up. And does he Whoa. take this as a legitimate threat? Yeah, he does because he knows that I'm I'm I don't like I don't play You'll like do that. It. And You'll I will it. send him to Honduras in a heartbeat. Oh, in a heartbeat, dude. Do you know the worst job I ever had? I've never told you guys this. No. Okay. No. So when I lived in when I lived in Honduras, so I never went to the seventh, eighth, or ninth grades. I was skipped from the sixth grade to the tenth grade. Because I had all these advanced classes. When that happened, my parents were like, there's no way we're going to send you to high school the way you look. You're little. You're a baby. They're going to they're, they're gonna do something to you. So they sent me to Honduras for three years to live on a farm to learn how to, you know, to, to learn that. That was their thing. Their thing was grow up and learn Life how to skills. be a farmer and blah, 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. So I get there and mules are the hardest working animals on a farm. Not horses, mules. They can go farther. They can do bear more weight but in they're hybrids so you have to have a donkey right and and a horse or you have to have a female donkey and a, a male horse mm -hmm. which is doesn't work because one's too small one's too big but the other one works right the female horse which is a mare and a donkey problem is donkeys are too small so my dad built this ramp so that the donkey can get on the ramp so it can have sex with it. The problem is their aim isn't really good. So my dad goes, Mijo, are you going to have to help the donkey? And I said, H help him what? He goes, they they can't, you know, they, they don't have good sight. And I go, well, why don't you do it? He goes, oh, I'll show you. Because when a man touches the penis, they, they stop. It, but if a woman or a, or a child does it, they do it. I go, no, nah, <laughs> prove it. So he gets on top and he, my dad grabs the penis and... It just goes flaccid immediately. I mean, the donkey just goes like, oh, who did that? <laughs> and then my dad goes, now you try it. And I was like, okay. So he gets up, the thing goes up, I grab it, I put it, it goes in, and my dad goes, you see? And from that point on, dude, I was that guy for oh. three years, dude. <laughs> three years. Oh, three my God, years, Carlos. How often do, did you have to do that, though? Every uh, Probably at least once a month. Oh, my God. Like, oh. on average. Because, you know, they don't only do it once. You right, know, they do right, it, like, right. three or four times. To make every, sure. To make sure. Yeah, and so I was the guy, dude, and I, I got good at it, bro. <laughs> like, that's how I know I'm a Latino, that I was proud. Yeah, like, be the best of whatever like, you even do. to this day, if I ever ended up on a farm and somebody missed it, I would be like, man, I'd have got it in there my first try. <laughs> Carlos would throw a wig on and be like, all right, let's get this done. Let's get this done. <laughs> But do, could, do I wish that I could My do that? My name's Alex. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bro? Let's get the thing in there. I wish, though, that I could go to Honduras with my son and 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 be my dad and oh, tell wow. my son, like, dude, you need to do it. And then, but see, here's the problem. I think I, it would still work for me because I don't have calluses on my hands. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. My hands it's are smooth. Soft. They're soft. I like a, a child or a woman. Yeah. They're still like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I still have donkey penis crap. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Oh, Carlos, thank you so much for coming in, man. You see, dude, I told everybody, you guys always make me say stuff. I swear to God, I come here excited every time, and I leave here so regretful. He's like a Honduran donkey. Three years of lotion application. We're going to have some softies. Oh, my God. Yes, improv.com. Get your tickets. It's going to be Irvine Improv uh, this Thursday through Sunday. Carlos Mencia. Follow him on on social. At Carlos Mencia. Thank you so much, man. Love you, God, we love you so love much. Love you guys. Oh. oh my lord.